Welcome back to another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host Rob and joined as always by my good friends Joe and Duff. Wow, it's like ever great to be here. Ten episodes. That's all you got left. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. well, counting today, they get 11, but you're right. Ten more after today. This is the... Uh, ten, ten minutes of movie. Yep. Actually, only- more like... Well, nine you know, whatever seconds. And, and I'm going to just throw this out there. Uh, listeners who are maybe new to this format or new to us may be like, well, once the credits start, I'll stop listening. Don't. We bring content, and it doesn't matter what's on the screen. You should know that by now. That's right, baby. <laughs> so today, minute 185, in this minute, Rose throws away the diamond. I, so, one thing we didn't get to yesterday, I just wanted to note, I think yesterday was our last line of dialogue, unless you count Rose making a noise today. Going, whoops. Uh, Whoops-a-doodle. I think you're right. Interesting. Yeah, you are right. Last, the last line is uh, Brock saying, I never got it. I never let it in. I never let it in. Lizzie mm-hmm. kind of gives him a sad sack, like, nope, you didn't look. <laughs> so old Rose, she she hoists herself up on that railing. She's looking at the water, and we then see in her hands, she has the diamond. <sighs> now, I'm going to say something about this, because we're going to, we're going to, we're, we're, we don't have positive things to say, but I want to say this. <laughs> I'm going to say this about this one moment. The Jack and Rose thing works so well that when she pulls out that diamond, I would argue you've kind of forgotten about the diamond, right? Like the diamond's not important to you in the last, like, well, the, the diamond is a MacGuffin all over. Yeah. It's no one ever actually cares about the diamond. It's yes, a, maybe it's a Cal. It, yeah. It, maybe it's even, can something be a MacGuffin? And I guess it's not a motif. Never mind. But I mean, you know what I mean? Like we've, we've spent so much time, you know, dealing with, jack and rose and seeing jack die and watching rose deal with it that like we're not like no one no one's seen like what happened to the diamond like it's not even on in your head at this point and i kind of answer you know that's some some of it is you know it's you know the jack and rose thing is so good and then we see a flashback of her realizing the diamond was in her pocket the whole time she's looking for some gum and she yep. found the heart of the ocean. <laughs> now she wanted to smoke. <laughs> in in the original script, she finds a diamond after docking in New York City, and she's going through like I guess immigration. I'm not sure whatever that would be. She's going through, and that's why I'm not sure if it's immigration because she's from America. But called um, customs. Customs. There we go. Yeah. But uh, they believe. By the way, for this. It, immigration in 1912 was what's your name? Do you have lice? Yes. That's well. why I went. That's why when anyone claims that their ancestors came here the right way, they're full of s. Uh, yeah, they they happen to be not one of the ethnicities that was banned <laughs> at any yeah. given moment, like Chinese or something. So after she docks, uh, this was happened in New York City, but believe this or not, uh, believe it or not, James Cameron cut it as a cost cutting measure so they wouldn't have to go to another location and shoot at. 
This must have been towards the end of the shoot then. And it's it makes sense. Like we don't need another location. She's nope, fine. Don't need looking. this entire minute. Yeah. Yeah. That's Yeah, you could you could cut the heart of the ocean thing out of the movie and except for its use, the only time the heart of the ocean ever actually does anything in terms of spurring the plot, which is the usual actually the sole MacGuffin purpose, is when Lovejoy slips it into Jack's pocket. Which could have also been done with a wad of cash. So again, it's totally unneeded. Yeah, yeah I mean, and like you don't even ship. it's fine on the ship. I don't mind it. I don't mind in the nineteen twelve. But, but you don't even need it in like the modern day scenes as an excuse to navigate, like to explore the Titanic. But you need, like, I guess the argument is you need to have Brock have his like journey with Lewis. They find a picture of somebody. Like, couldn't they just like who is this and just but like kind of care some because she. But they care because she has the, uh, because she has the heart of the I think, ocean. like if if they're if you made the character be like a legit historian or archaeologist or whatever term you'd use for for this, yeah, like they would care who that is. Yeah, yeah I, I, yes, I guess also, but like there's this other story going on of like you know Brock Lovett from pirate treasure hunter is it is it a story that's going on really yeah (laughs) i mean that's that's so i i think we're all on the same page in that no one including the audience has really any emotional investment in the heart of the ocean and yeah we're we agree and uh off air uh this week's hodo rob brought this up that butterfly clip rob (laughs) it (laughs) why would we it doesn't have anything to do with jack like it doesn't have anything to do with their relationship yeah no yeah, it's it, just like this it like it only has something to do with cal but that's yeah. why she but like okay. even even in the moment when he gave it to her she didn't care so i agree but that's also that is the one that's the one tiny argument you can make that makes it okay for her to throw it in the water well, I wasn't going to go there yet, but I, I'm i going to go back another way. Okay, It totally undermines the reason for why she would still have it after all these years. That that I agree with. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the other side. So, okay, well, let's, let's get to this, right? She tosses it in the water, right? And she mm-hmm. makes – I hate the sound she makes when she throws it. I just don't know – like any 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 moment of like – kind of grace that this moment is trying to do is ruined when she's ah Woo! yeah yeah ah! she's meant to just think it's like some silly little thing that she's doing i'm waiting yeah. for the the studio audience to go oh yeah it is one of the worst moments in the history of cinema and it it shows you what happens when only rich people were allowed to make movies because only a millionaire <laughs> would think that this is a meaningful moment of goodness and moving on. Like, it is appalling. Uh, Absolutely appalling. Joe, this is the good ending, too. I know, and I I purposely didn't watch these last couple minutes until right before we recorded these last two episodes because I I remembered one ending, and it was where she throws in the ocean, and I didn't remember if it was the actual ending, which... Obviously, it turns out that it was. I now can say I have no idea what the alternate ending is. Well, 
That's a good segue. The alternate ending, I'm sure uh, fans of Titanic are wondering why we're not talking about it. That is because this is not free content, us talking about the well. It's all okay. Uh, the alternate ending, we are going to discuss uh, in Madison. Joe's um, going to have a stroke on December. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, well, Rob, Rob has already seen me watch it. When I first saw the movie, he showed me the alternate ending. Yeah. I remember All I remember is being very, very mad. So on <laughs> September 2nd, in Madison, in the 2018, in case you're listening to this in the future, mm-hmm. at uh, we will be doing a live show slash rap party. I highly doubt it'll be recorded. Uh, if no. you would like, if you would like, are we going to gonna see... be able to screen it? Or so what? Yeah, I would. I'm trying to get a projector so we can actually show the full uh, alternate ending, and then we will talk about it. And you, if you'd like to go, it's free, uh, but it's at TitanicMinute.com/event. And all you got to do is show up and buy some drinks. If you and... would like to see a a man with a very high blood alcohol content uh, have a aneurysm over a movie from 1997, mm-hmm. you're in luck. Yes. Right. So what's going to happen to me, though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay, so she throws it in the water. Let's talk about this current ending. Uh, she throws it in the water. So I could see of three things she could have done with this Heart of the Ocean instead. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Fix all the water uh, in Flint. There's one. <laughs> like, sorry. Uh, number What's one. First? Number one is the Indiana Jones one. It belongs in a museum. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. No doubt. Like, it, it, yeah. All right. So that's 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 number one. She could have just like, you know, had it and been like, that's it. I'm going. For, uh, Brock, to... like for for better or for worse, he's so sad that he can never find it, and she accepts accepts his hospitality on his ship. Yep. Tells them this long story, then walks out in her nightgown yep. in a senior moment and just tosses <laughs> it off the back of the ship. Yes. So, so far, I... Okay, Rob's okay. first solution, That's I'm on board yep. with that. That's mine. But I'll listen to yep. your other two. Okay, the other one is... This is kind of similar to what you said. Is she could have given it to Brock. Even though we kind of know... We're not really sure Brock's intentions, right? He might probably just doing this for fame and fortune. I get it. But, back to your point, Joe... You know, he gave her, Brock gave Rose a reason to find closure and tell people about Jack, which she claims and says she had never done before. So that's a meaningful thing, right? You, you, uh, you know, he, she had never shared this moment ever, and he finds this, this, this drawing of her that Jack had done, and it stirs up all these memories, and they bring her out onto the boat to around the same area, like the exact same spot Titanic sunk, and she's able to sort of like tell her story. That on, she's never told before. I think that has value, and she could have given it to Brock because she has no use for it. On the on the surface, I think two sounds reasonable. I would argue that that ultimately then betrays the, uh, I'll say in quotes, character arc that Brock has. Yeah. Because Brock's now realized that it's about the friends we make along the way. Well, but but it it denies him the opportunity to. Put, you know to, to actually because to yeah, actually he, exercise it that's a good point joe because it's just not an option for him yeah uh number that's three fair. number three is the the uh i think the one that we probably would all agree with she could have sold it and used that money to help people <laughs> yes she could have sold it to some rich jerk and taken all of that money and done something yep. good with it instead yes. it will go to the bottom of the sea and i'll be the first to say that inherently, that thing is worthless and dumb. 
So to me, one here's the counter argument. I don't agree with it, but this is this is the argument for why she does it, or why she didn't sell it. All right. I don't agree with it, but this is it. This is it. The argument is she doesn't want anything about Cal to be what what allows her to succeed. It's a rejection of her old life. And so the fact that Cal gave that to her, even if she were to sell it, then she something Cal gave her allowed her to have her start. Yeah. Whereas being but being Rose Dawson, she's starting from the ground up again. She's she, got to build her own life. She could have just way. anonymously mailed it to Planned Parenthood or something. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm with you. Like I, I'm, I don't just in a big I, envelope for abortions only. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and like how to how Margaret is it better? Sanger. <laughs> How is it better to just like hold on to this heavy, literally a heavy object that has so much emotional weight for you for for like 80 years? Yeah. 85 years or whatever it is. And then throw it in a garbage can 80 years ago if it doesn't mean anything to you. Or just like mail it to an orphanage. I don't know. Do something with it instead of just being like, I'll just throw it in a place no one will ever you, find and, it. And you know what? It, the, the, if she really, if she really, if we're going to say that's the reason, like she doesn't want Cal to be the person that sort of supports her, like this object he gave her, she got her own thing. Huh. Why does she keep it for 80 years just yeah. in case? Yep. Like if she really like like that's the thing like all these self-made people talk about now is like oh I started my own business I pulled myself up from my bootstraps but it's like oh interesting well what if things hadn't worked out oh I would have moved back in with my parents you know like like having that safety net behind you even if you don't use it still yeah. has value so sure. she spent her whole life with this giant diamond yeah and now on the eve of her death she's like whoop and throws it to the bottom of the ocean. So no, I don't buy that at all. That she wants to be a self-made woman and doesn't want some man's gift that she hates to like provide for her or something. If the, she really rejected it, she would have thrown it uh, on her way into New York by the Statue of Liberty. She would have thrown it in the ocean then. Also, also, there's this. This is this is to my to me my argument when people like I don't know if anyone ever has, but has defended this. Is there anything more selfish she could have done in this moment than what she does? I can't even begin to think of what it would be. Um, yeah, I don't know. She, <laughs> like, she could have done anything, and in this moment, she's like, I'll just throw it in the water because it makes me feel good. No, I mean, you're right. It It, it, it is... <laughs> uh, it, it, really, up. <laughs> it really is weird how famous the heart of the ocean is and how... When you really stop and think about it, it's like, yeah, it re- really doesn't make any sense that she throws it into the water. I mean, it makes sense as a MacGuffin. If you don't to, think about it. Yeah. It, it makes sense to get Rose on the boat. I'm not saying there's not better ways to get her on the boat, but like it, it makes enough sense. I'm not. Yeah, ma- yeah I agree. I'm not mad about that. But then they try to tie it into personal meaning for her and jack and yeah it it doesn't really click because jack bad (laughs) jack never really cared or knew or whatever i mean he saw it once but i mean you know there's so many i'm just like even thinking about it because i was going to ask you guys like oh maybe i'll ask you this what would you have done what would you what would you do to like 
let's say you you can't leave the 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 heart of the ocean hanging. You actually have to do something with it. And let's say when she I has arrive it in, at this when point. I, when I arrive in New York or when I am old on the Keldish? Let's say it's old on the Keldish. So that it doesn't seem like she's such a scam. At least she does have it with them when she goes and talks to him about it. Because uh, now we kind of have to believe her, right? Because she does actually have this. Well, this, is the, uh, this is the moment that makes old Rose have to be Rose. I would have worn it when I died. Because it seems like, I mean, it seems like she knows she's going to die. Sure. Um, so I would have worn it and left a kind of note or something about how here's your treasure if you want it, but the real treasure is knowledge. <laughs> it, <laughs> it would have been fun to wear it and see, do you only rob from the dead below the sea, or are you willing to do it in a bed on your own ship too? Jesus. <laughs> do, okay, so here's, I mean, here's... I, do, I do think it would be kind of poetic if she died wearing it and intentionally did it so that they found her in it and then she left some type of note a note written by someone better at writing than james cameron i will say <laughs> yeah I, I see I was... uh, one final secret from the heart of a woman <laughs> yes or i mean or uh, you know if she had like had some sort of like prepared letter similar to that but it was like in cased in it was something we didn't know right we were just a letter it looked like or a box and she died and it was like sent to be mailed off to like some art school or something right and then at the end of the movie we see like the art school get in they open it up and there's like oh my god there's this that we can please you know. mail this giant diamond to americans for prosperity <laughs> uh, okay so here's a, here's another question what if she's dead already and this doesn't happen what say that Huh? So yeah. is this is like sort of thing? like a ghostly apparition that comes out here and throws this in, right? No one sees this happen. Ghost ship. Do we know? Like, do we know that she's that this actually occurred? If you're this... if you're a ghost, you're blue and translucent. That's canon. <laughs> she's pretty close to that, Duff. That's mm. true. She's translucent. She she doesn't have the blue. Her veins are she, blue. She doesn't have the blue glowy thing like Obi Wan though. If you walked up, if you she, walked out of she your has room, the skin of Yoda though. <laughs> if you walked out of your, if you walked down your hallway, you had to you wait middle of the night. You had to wake up and pee, and you walked down out of your hallway and you saw her dressed like this. Would you think old lady got in my house or that's a ghost? <laughs> she looks like the ghost from the library in Ghostbusters. You, someone said this most selfish thing possible. Yes. A sea monster is about to get very rich. Oh, oh my. Is it time? Ah, what is that? Sea monster facts. Is it a merman? <laughs> I've been hoping for <laughs> merman. So this week is a little bit of a cheat in that it's a Great Lake monster. Yes. I'll count that. It's a seas of it's the not a US. Cheat. I did a Great Lake, Lake Great Lakes Rex last yeah. week. Yeah. I I I guess it depends on what the definition of C is. Uh do you guys know about oh, yeah, Bessie? Yes. Bessie. Bess, Bessie is the oh. name given to a lake monster in Lake Erie. Ooh. It's from perfect uh, lake name to have that in there too. Uh you know something's <laughs> you know something's a good article when it starts in Michigan folklore. <laughs> <laughs> but but the thing is, it is a good story. And the weird thing is that Bess it's kinda sad that Bessie predates Nessie by like a century or two. What? Um yeah. Bessie is a name given to the lake monster in Lake Erie. The first recorded sighting of Bessie occurred in seventeen ninety three. 
wow. first Loch Ness monster sighting wasn't until the 20th century. The Loch Ness monster, and it was pretty well in. It was 1933. So you have Bessie uh, beating Nessie by a good hundred and almost 150 years or so. I can't do math very well in my head, but Nessie is the famous one. So uh, sightings have occurred intermittently and in greater frequency in the last three decades. Uh, Bessie is reported to be snake-like, 30 to 40 feet long, at least a foot in diameter with a grayish color. Okay. Uh, like an E.T. gray? <laughs> <laughs> so the first recorded sighting of Nessie in uh, typical Midwest fashion. Nessie or Bessie? You Bessie, Nessie. sorry. Bessie. 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 While shooting at ducks north of Sandusky, Ohio in 1793, <laughs> the captain of the sloop Felicity startled a large creature. Oh, I love that show. In parentheses, <laughs> snake described as more than a rod in length meaning more than 16 and a half feet okay uh july 1817 the crew of a schooner reported a 30 to 40 foot long serpent dark in color later that year another boat crew spotted a similar animal this time copper colored and 60 feet in length so accounts vary this time they shot at big old snake though this time they shot at it with muskets which had no visible effect uh, 1817 incident in Toledo, uh, French settlers encountered a huge monster on the beach, writhing in what they took to be its death throes. <laughs> the so, bro- so, so Bessie's dead. Uh, the brothers described it as between 20 and 30 feet uh, and shaped like a large sturgeon, except that it had arms. Oh, it has arms now. Uh, the, the panicked brothers fled the scene, and when they returned later, the creature had disappeared presumably carried off by waves after his death but who knows in 1990 let's see well there's someone local marina owner thomas solberg offered a reward of five thousand dollars for anyone who captures <laughs> south south bay bessie okay wow. uh that much huh yeah <laughs> i mean like what i find interesting about this is lake erie is not the deepest great lake you know, like, isn't Lake Superior deeper? Uh, it's so, bigger. I don't know about depth. Um, I believe it is the deepest of the Great Lakes, but... It's interesting that, uh, you know, it's hanging around... This big snake thing is hanging around Lake Erie. Are there any pictures of Bessie? Uh, not that I've seen. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, man, there, yeah, there's some... There's a lot of sightings up into the 90s. Uh, in 1995, in Pennsylvania's largest lake, reports of an unknown creature began. You mean uh, is that still in Lake Erie, or is it moved into fresh, like uh, a different th- lake now? Well, this is just, I was reading under the, on uh, cryptids, with a Z, oh, no. <laughs> cryptids.wikia.com. This okay. is the Bessie entry. All right, so you've given us a lot of stories about, about Bessie's sightings and stuff. What's Bessie all about? What? Give us the nature of the creature, like at least as far as we know. Well, she, you mean that? Like, so you said serpent-like. It seems like most of the accounts are serpents. Those two guys apparently encountered like a big fish with arms. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's a giant serpent-like yeah, uh, creature. Yeah, serpent-like. I mean, so sounds is it kind like of... an anaconda? Uh, I, I mean, there's no pictures, and accounts vary. I want to, hmm. I mean, snake-like. It seems like a snake. 
So cryptozoologists have remarked on a monster belt or monster latitudes corresponding <laughs> to, to roughly between four, <laughs> 45 degrees and 60 degrees north where such phenomena seems most well documented. Most of the Great Lakes fall within these monster latitudes. Any, okay. crypt, any crypto fishing expedition along the Great Lakes waterways will quickly disclose stories of such hometown monsters as Champ, Lake Champlain, Pressy, Presque Isle, Kingsty, Kingston, Ontario, Benzo, Lake Mendota, Wisconsin. Did you guys mm. know about Benzo? I don't know about Benzo. I don't know Benzo either. So I, the term that struck me was cryptozoologist. That's not a real thing, right? Oh, you've never heard that term before? That's no. That's like the Bigfoot experts and stuff. Yeah, that's a thing. You don't go to school at any real school and become a cryptozoologist. Okay. All right. Do you guys have anything else? Nope. Nope. All right. Well, we only got two weeks left, guys. Let's make the best of it. Only All two right. more sea we'll monsters. That's right. We'll be back next week. Um.